So just a reminder, Tony, it's, it yeah. is Wednesday morning. <laughs> I know. I came in this morning and I was like, happy Tuesday. Uh, the he's case. like, um, it's Wednesday, bro. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, you know, holiday weeks are always goofy. Anyway, it's a couple weeks to get readjusted after the holidays. You got to find your, your mid uh, your groove back. Midwinter stride here again. Wednesday morning, Brew. It's Nick Cooper. It's Tony Hart. And ahead this morning, there is a lawsuit that I, I find kind of entertaining. I know you brought it up to me and I hadn't heard about it. Yeah, it's a typical one of those lawsuits where you just, you just roll your eyes and you're like, really? Okay. And of course, it's out of Florida. Of course. We'll talk a little bit about that later on this morning. Also, so there's been lots of ice rescues as people have uh, maybe silly, uh, dangerously braved the ice in some cases. Stupidly. Can you be fined or charged for an ice rescue? Ooh, that's a good question. We'll talk about that later on this morning. Because I know like in some cases with certain fire incidents, the fire department can charge you. So we'll talk about that later on this morning. Plus... It is back once again. We played yesterday. Uh, I am the subject to Tony this time, his song in 60, so I'll be guessing that in a couple minutes. You're all ready to go with that? I am all ready to go. In between <laughs> yawns this morning, I'm yeah. ready to go. Shake it off. We'll get you a cup of coffee in the meantime. <laughs> oh, Music on the way in a bit for Straight you. In. Mix 108, and good morning, friends. It's the Morning Brew. It is Tony Hart along with Nick, and it's time to play everybody's favorite game, Song in 60. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, so basically, I'll uh, try to give clues to a song, and Nick has to guess what the song is. I can't use the song title. I can't use uh, artist, or I can't use, I can't hum or sing the song. Sure. Basic okay. rules. All right, you ready? Let's do it. Here we go. Song in 60 starts now. Um, King, Queen, Jack. Okay. Uh, is it Poker uh, Face? No. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, um, House of Cards. No. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, first, second, third, home, baseball, diamond, um, uh, blank hits, blank. um, I, I'm gonna <laughs> run to first blank, base, thank you, okay, uh, ace, queen, king, oh. A- ace jack, of, ace of base, ace of base, okay, all right, um, stop, blank, Yield blank sign. I saw the sign. The sign, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, I had like ten seconds left on that oh, one. Nice so. job. <laughs> All right, I feel good about that. After uh, I was worried that I was not going to get it. Was that, <laughs> would it be the first one? That for you, I think it would be the first okay. one. Yeah. Okay. Got another wire on that one. So your song in sixty. It's Ace of Base. You're on Mix It Awaken. Mix what a morning brew on a Wednesday morning and a lot of ice rescues so far this year. Unfortunately, some people that have actually died during ice situations because the ice has been bad. It's just been straight up bad this winter so far. Right. And so there have been uh, three or four instances on Red Lake where a chunk of ice has floated away. Seems like every other day there's an incident out there. And uh, so with these ice rescues, obviously it costs money for that to happen between the equipment and the people, even though in some small towns, you know, it's volunteer fire departments and things like that that are part of these ice rescues. But not to mention you're putting other people at risk as well. Exactly. You're putting people in danger trying to get you safe. Uh, So can you be charged for rescue or fined is another word for that because you were, some people would argue being stupid. I would say, you know, like, 
you know, maybe the first incident, everybody you, gets you, one. You get a free pass. <laughs> okay. But when it, like, after the first, like, the first time it happened, there was like a hundred of them, and it was like almost international news. Right. Like, I saw it on some big, big yeah. news sites that... Right. These people were trapped on the ice. Well, in the, just the most recent one, a couple days ago, there was 122, I think. Yeah, so, so I feel like after the first incident that got so much coverage, the second and third incidents, mm -hmm. as, and I bet, I I would bet that these rescues are probably seeing the same people out there. There might be a few. It's hard to say. Yeah. So according to Minnesota state statute, you could potentially be charged a fine or charge of some sort for this. I'm not going to read the whole statute. We have it posted on our website. Oh, come on, you want to read the whole read thing? No, I'm not going to legalese nerd out on you here. Uh, basically, the short answer is you could be charged for emergency services like being rescued on the ice, but that doesn't necessarily mean you will. It's really up to the local municipality, the fire department, the police department, the people doing the rescuing. In the case of like our area, the St. Louis County Rescue Squad might be who's involved for St. Right. Louis County. Um, and it might just be a... <laughs> Frankly, with 120 people, that's a big burden as well to charge a lot of people. Yeah. Right. Put those through people through the system, et cetera, especially for these small towns. That could be more expensive mm -hmm. than just rescuing them, maybe. Sure. So, yeah, the, the answer is you could. In a lot of cases, you generally aren't. And I think one of the, the arguments there is, well, you don't want to go ahead. It's it, oftentimes it is sort of a an act of God situation that you were busted away and it might be the first time and. Generally, I would imagine not keeping track of. Well, and I would think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they don't want to um, discourage people from calling for for, for calling help. for help. Absolutely, because yeah. yes. if they, you know, they think they're going to get charged, right? Or they might just try to rescue themselves, or right. call somebody else to rescue them that might right. not be at a you know like an official. Right, rescue yeah, outlet. Be taking less, less wise, less trained yes. solutions. Right. Um, so start charging these people. They might not even call. For right, help. and I, I think that's really the right answer. That's one of the things that these people are trained for. You know, these rescue teams and yeah. things like that. Where it gets different. So my dad, I've talked about this before. He's on a fire department, a volunteer fire yeah. department in small town Minnesota, and they don't often charge for most things, except for if it's blatantly like if somebody was burning during a burn ban and they start a giant grass fire yeah that's when things exactly like so that. that there's it's a lot of common sense based stuff most of the time when those charges do come aboard right. the one thing i thought was interesting because i've never heard of this before but it makes sense the so red lake beltrami county the county sheriff made an announcement after the most recent ice rescue saying that they were going to be really restricting vehicle access to lakes and like right. checking who's getting on the lakes and when. And a lot of the lake access to get onto a lake like Red Lake is controlled by resorts and stuff. We have to pay a fee and things to get on anyway. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a checkpoint there, but they were controlling who can go out, how far you can go out if there's vehicles going out. Because that's the other part of it, too, is if you're driving a four-wheeler out there and you bust off and float away... They're not rescuing your four-wheeler. We talked about this yesterday. Yeah. It's staying out there. And so if it sinks to the bottom, then you're going to be charged for the getting it out of the lake. Yeah, I suppose you could. You know, and the, and the, the DNR can, you know, if you if you put a snowmobile on a lake yeah. by accident or because you're being stupid, yeah. they can charge you for, you know, just leaving it down there. So you right. have to get it out. So there's things to know about that. But you you so the answer in short is you could be charged, but... Probably, probably not, not going to be charged. Don't be stupid, people. Exactly, that's the big thing. Don't be stupid. You know, and I, I some common sense.
I love ice fishing, but you got to you got to be wise. Check the ice. Don't just trust cuz somebody else is out there. It's fine. I've seen a number of those situations. It's just not good. So, like Tony said, be smart. Really? Like <laughs> Oh, you yeah. just see somebody out there. You're all oh, must be safe. They're well, out there. I, I think I told like you this story. <laughs> I think I told you this story where my, me and my brother-in-law walked I out suppose. onto a lake, and this guy drove out a four-wheeler and asked, drove up next to us and goes, "Is the ice safe?" <laughs> for us on foot, it is. But you drove out to ask us. And thanks for putting us in risk by yeah. driving next to us with a yeah. heavy four-wheeler. Thank you. So yeah, just be smart. And <laughs> the good news is we're getting colder weather, so the ice conditions will get better. But even at that. There's never fully safe ice. Never just trust it. Because I've seen ice open up randomly. Be like me. Don't trust. Don't trust any ice. Or just don't go at all. There even, you go. Even if it's ice on a lake and not on a lake. <laughs> if it's ice on a sidewalk, don't trust well, it. Well, yeah, for different reasons. All right. Coming up soon, we're going to get some music in for you from Taylor Swift. Miley Cyrus on the way, as well as a uh, an interesting lawsuit related to a food item, Tony. Yeah, somebody's suing Hershey's over some candy. All right, we'll talk about that coming up here in a little while and mix it away. Good morning. Mix 108, good morning. It's Tony and Nick. It's the morning brew. Thanks for starting your day with us. So one of my favorite Halloween candies is... Candy corn. No. (laughs) Really any holiday. It's the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Pumpkins, okay, or sure. Reese's peanut butter cup eggs. Yep. What other holidays that they do? They do Christmas Santa's, trees too, don't yeah, they? Christmas trees. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, anyways, one Florida woman has decided to sue Hershey's <laughs> for their holiday themed Reese's peanut butter candy pumpkins. Now, if you remember the pumpkin packaging, they actually have jack o' lantern faces, like, like a design on it, like car, like the chocolate is removed and. It, leaving the exposed peanut butter underneath. Does sure. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you look at the packaging, it looks like they carved a little piece of the chocolate out to make it look like a pumpkin yeah. carving. But when you open up the packaging, it's just, it doesn't have just the... pumpkin. It doesn't have the jack-o'-lantern face on the actual peanut butter cup itself. Sure. So one lady is suing Hershey's for deceptive advertising because when she opened it, it was just a lump of chocolate and peanut butter, she said, and it wasn't... It wasn't anything like the packaging, despite the fact that the peanut butter cup on the packaging actually has a bite mark in it. <laughs> but comes, she's not comes mad. The bite about, out. Yeah, but she's not mad about that. She's mad about not having the pumpkin face on it. This reeks reeks of someone who's looking for an easy payday. She's asking for five million dollars. Five million dollars. Yeah. She said she would have not paid the four dollars and forty nine cents at Aldi. For the bag of Reese's, Punter, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup pumpkins, had she known that the candies not only lacked the cute-looking carved eyes and mouth okay. shown on the packaging, but any carvings at all. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> the uh, the complaint said the, the labeling are, is misleading and numerous consumers have been tricked and misled by the pictures <laughs> on the product packaging. 100%. The, lo- the lawsuit cites several videos on YouTube that including illustrations such as Reese's Peanut Butter Cup football shaped like a football and other miss, but missing the laces that are shown on the packaging. So they once did a football okay. shaped one, but it didn't have stuff that was on the package. Have you ever been disappointed when you open a candy bar or something and you're like, this is so much different than I expected. I'm going to sue somebody. No. 
Never? Because I generally just shove it in my mouth so exactly. quick it doesn't even matter. Right. Hershey's is not responding to the complaint. They As said they, they don't. Shouldn't. Yeah, they said they don't talk about pending litigation. But <sighs> I really hope the judge throws this out. It is so ridiculous. It's not she, even funny. She is seeking damages for Florida purchasers of Reese's peanut butter cup pumpkins, white pumpkins, pieces pumpkins, peanut butter ghost, white ghost, <laughs> peanut butter bats, peanut butter footballs, and peanut butter shapes assortment snowmen stocking bells. I love how she's painting this picture as though she's doing this on behalf of Floridians. I'm doing it for you. I'm yes. doing yes. This is this is me stepping out on behalf of all of you. Um, the lawyer for this woman has also filed lawsuits accusing Burger King and Taco Bell of selling food that, when served, looks less enticing than what advertised. Okay, so, so that that's a just thing. a known thing. So like, this is a lawyer that goes out and looks for these things, basically. This is his his niche. And I wonder why people don't like lawyers. That's well, good luck to this woman. I really, really highly doubt she's going to get anywhere with it. Because, like oh, you said, no, this will be thrown out right away. I imagine. I mean, I don't know. I've never been so off put by opening up a candy bar or even a bag of chips or something where I'm like, I need to do Wait, something about this. I think it's pretty common that when you see like, you know, an advertisement for a Big Mac, that the Big Mac you get at the McDonald's is not going to look anything like the Big Mac. It's just that a you, known thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. Plus, the other thing is, do you know how they actually make it look that way in the pictures and on TV? You don't want to eat it after they did all that stuff to it. <laughs> it's mostly fake. Like yeah. hairspray and plastic and, you know, right. like, you don't want to eat that. Right. No. So all we'll right. keep an eye on this lawsuit. I suspect it'll just get thrown out and nothing will happen. I would argue this. I would be more upset if they did cut the, the face into the uh, pumpkin because there'd be less chocolate. Yeah, I'd be getting, and the I'd, peanut butter would dry out. Yeah, exactly. Like, like there's a reason there's a peanut butter or the chocolates over the peanut butter, right? Exactly. I think a hundred percent. Well, good luck to this woman. We're gonna see what's trending at the top here in a few minutes. Here and mix it away. Good morning, Luth. Live from the Mix 108 Studio in downtown Duluth. This is KBMX FM, Proctor Duluth Superior, a Town Square Media Station. 701 on a Wednesday morning and trending at the top this morning. It's uh, kind of icy outside there, Tony Hart. Yeah, take it easy. Side roads are especially a little slippery this morning, especially in Superior where I don't think any of the plows have gone they, out since it snowed this weekend. They <laughs> forgot they exist. Uh, there is actually, by the way, a special weather statement from the Weather Service about that. There's a potential of more mixed or freezing precip through the course of the morning, so definitely take it easy. Um, yeah, it's not great out there, so be careful. Roger Reinhardt was sworn in as Duluth's 40th mayor yesterday, taking over the job of Emily Larson. She held the job for how many years? Eight years? Eight years, yep. So now it's Roger's turn, and um, he took over the reins yesterday. He was sworn in, I think, at noon. I think you're thinking right. Yesterday. No. And after months of waiting for weather to cooperate, the board of directors for the John Beargree Sled Dog Marathon has made the decision to postpone the 40th running to January 26, 2025. So they're just not doing it this winter. They are not doing it this wow. winter. This is not an easy decision, but with the concerns over the weather, safety of the dogs, mushers, and volunteers, it was the only decision that we felt comfortable with. There have been many dis uh, discussions about postponing it to a later date this winter, but the weather is unpredictable. Really? Well, and that's the thing is, okay, so you punt it back a month. I know we're supposed to get a little snow again this weekend, but who's to say we're going to get enough to go sled dog racing? 
Yeah, according to my uh, trusty 30-day calendar <laughs> at um, Weather Dash, I don't even remember. Uh-huh. And it doesn't look like much snow between no. now and February. So, no. um, so yeah, Bear Grease Marathon. I'll add it to the list of winter events canceled. Well, that's, yeah, the, winterless winter of 2024. Yeah. Well, because I know that the, the mail run, another sled dog race, got kicked down the road as well. Other stuff, like the uh, one of the ice events down in the Twin Cities got canceled this yep. year. Um, yeah, it's just going to be one of those winters. I'm expecting there's some big ice fishing contests. Uh, the one down in Brainerd on Gull Lake. The lake is wide open right now. So that's not happening. Yeah, it's just a weird winter this winter. So it's, I don't know. Find other things to do beside wintry things, I guess. Music on the way for you soon from Taylor Swift. It's Jelly Roll here. Mix it away. Good morning and happy Wednesday. The Northland. Mix 108 morning brew on a Wednesday morning. And Tony... Olympics coming around once again. Yeah, the 2024 Summer Olympics. Yes. Right? In Paris. Yeah. This year. Yeah. You uh, got, the a, got a new face. Yeah, the coverage is going to be on NBC this summer, and they've added they've added Snoop Dogg to their coverage team. <laughs> what? The rapper is poised to offer his, quote, unique take with a series of reports for NBC and their summer Olympic coverage. He'll explore the city's iconic landmarks in only the way Snoop can. Yep. Attend Olympic competitions and events and visit with athletes, their fa- friends and families, according to a news release. So th- this is a... Uh, I know when they do a big sporting event, the Super Bowl, Olympics, different things like that, they try to have someone who's not a, like a, a hard-nosed reporting person or sports reporting person do some of the some of the lighter reporting. And I gotta agree with this decision. It's fantastic. This, and this is not the first time that Snoop Dogg has been involved in sports stuff with NBC. No. Right. So you walked in uh, from grabbing coffee and I was watching a video from 2018 when Snoop Dogg had made some videos with the NHL and NBC Kind of like doing a little, it was for the playoffs. Right. And he was doing some like hockey 101 lessons. Like the video I was watching, because I think it's super funny, is he did um, hockey terms. Slang, slang yeah. terms. Yeah. But he did like explanations of what different things in the game are, like offsides and icing and different things like that. Mm-hmm. And so he's been kind of a sports ambassador. Like he's big in a football too, because his kid played and he's he's coached football he's over the years. League. He's yeah, got yeah, his yeah. own football league. It's so. Football league. Um, I know everyone thinks of him as, you know, just a rapper celebrity person, but he's big in the sports world, too. So he's really expanded his brand over the last couple of years, too, from, <laughs> I mean, like the solo endorsement, the fire pit, yep, yep. Uh, his own ice cream brand to clothing brand with Walmart. I mean, sure. he's really just expanded his brand. And I think he owed a lot of that to who? You see who he, he no Martha Stewart his friendship All with that, Martha like, Stewart because I know that they're well, buddies. I, well, he said I read in an interview like a year or so ago that Martha really taught him how to extend his brand uh, and you know cookbooks. Sure, and, you know how Martha's yeah. done her thing yep, with yep. pots and pans and right. you know whatever. So Snoop hmm. Dogg's taking a page out of her his buddy's Martha's book. And good for just him. Slapping his name on everything and making a buck. Hey, I, people are buying it up. I mean, lots of people love Snoop Dogg, so I I get it. 
<laughs> Isn't it funny though? I find it hilarious that like like Ice Cube. No, Ice T. Yep. He's the one on the Law and Order show. Yes. Or- yeah, Ice T, yep. But I remember as a kid when that dude like had his cop killer song uh-huh. and like just you know hardcore mm-hmm. rap albums, how controversial he was. Yeah. And my grandparents would be like, oh, right. You know, like, oh. But now, like, mom watches Law and Order. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever show he's yeah. on. And like, oh, he's great. Now, and well, he's also, because isn't he, or he was doing commercials for like car extended warranties oh, yeah. too, wasn't he? Yeah. So. Well, it's just kind of funny how times times have changed. Let's just yes, say that. Yes, they have. Well, you know, good for them. Making some money. Heck yeah. You know, I'd. If, if I had the opportunity to go and do something own. at the Olympics or have my own cooking line or whatever. I'd have my own ice cream brand. Tony Hart ice cream brand. What's your, what's your inaugural you know, that would be flavor? Bad, though. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the old drug dealer thing. Like you don't want to do your own products. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. if I own an ice cream company, I'd eat all the ice cream. That's the <laughs> unfortunate thing about it. Got to keep yourself at arm's length. Yeah. <laughs> Music on the way for you soon from Taylor Swift and more here on Mix It Away. Good morning. Mix, what a wait morning brew on a Wednesday morning, 747, 25 degrees. It is Wednesday already. I got to turn your microphone on. A little rusty. Hi. So, Tony, there is a new type of liquor. Not just a, like, a name of liquor. No, not like uh, some celebrity getting behind a brand or something. Or like a new flavor of liquor. This is an all new, like... Vodka or whiskey type or of liquor. Yeah, yeah it's a like a whole, whole genre. Category. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. It's a whole new category. Um, a West Virginia distillery says it's created a new type of liquor made from maple syrup. Let's go. And they're calling it Ambrosia. Huh. Man Cave Distilleries has created this new liquor out of maple syrup. Uh, they claim it has 110 proof. Okay. And it's the first alcoholic drink or liquor made from maple maple sap. Hmm. Now they want regulators to create a new category so it can actually be marketed and sold. Sure. So are they using the the raw sap or are they using maple syrup? I think they're using the sap. Okay, cuz that'd like. be easy cuz do you know about the what it takes to make maple syrup? No. It's a process. So it, it takes gallons. It just doesn't come out of the tree well, no. ready to go? No. No. It takes gal like I I forget what the ratio is, but it's like four. I think it's forty gallons of sap to like a gallon or two of syrup. It's something oh, wild wow. like that. I have to boil it down. So, yeah, if they're just using this the sap directly, that'd probably be a little more efficient. So, a lot of uh, people that have tried the liquor say it invokes an American breakfast. Oh, usually when people say caramel and butterscotch, they tend to be very sweet flavors. And mm-hmm. so a lot of people, when they try the ambrosia, are expecting something extremely sweet. But it's really not that sweet, I guess. I'm intrigued. Oh, heck yeah. And it could be, I mean, if this takes off, yep. this could be a, a big thing for, our, you know, our area That's with all the, the world. trees. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there there are some areas with some, some maple tree uh, groupings. Be kind of fun. Groupings. Oh, I don't know. What, what do you like? Groupings? For, maple forests. Is that what you call them? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they are called groupings. I, 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 I'll go with it. I'll, I'm going to go with it. 
but yeah, that'd be kind of a neat little, uh, you know, we've, we've got a, a, at least one local distillery here, you know, one in Canal Park that uh, makes a variety of things based on local items and expanding that to like a maple thing. That'd be kind of good. I mean, yeah, I would love to try this for sure. Huh? So Ambrosia is what it's called. Ambrosia. Okay. It's only in West Virginia right now. Get to regulating, folks. I want to try some. Yeah, I wonder, like, if the, like, process they use is proprietary. Probably. That will... Right? That's probably a part of it. But the other part, like they mentioned, the the whole, like, regulation part of it. In order to sell liquor, you need to have a whole bunch of... Oh, yeah. It's probably a huge process. Whatever, whatever. So... Yeah. All right. Well, something to look forward to. I'm... I'm I'd try it. If I'd ever, drink it. If ever I came across them, I would definitely give it a go. Drink it up. Uh, super quick, and then I'm going to move on. Uh, over the holiday week, I tried, there's a uh, a cookie dough whiskey. Ooh. Yeah. And it tastes just like cookie dough, except there's a little whiskey burn there, too. Really? So, by itself, it's great, but I also mixed it with a little bit of uh, peanut butter whiskey. I tried... Oh. Um, uh, a brown sugar and cinnamon Irish cream. Oh. It was really good. Interesting. It was a very unique flavor. Yeah. We kind of had that kind of spiciness of the cinnamon a little bit. Sure. But also the sweetness of the brown sugar. I don't know. It was really good. Okay. A couple drink ideas. Okay. There you go. Something to try out. If, if you're not doing dry January, clearly we are not. <laughs> A couple recommendations for you. We're going to see what's trending at the top in a couple minutes here at Mix It Away. Good morning. Live from the Mix 108 studio in downtown Duluth, this is KBMX FM, Proctor Duluth Superior, a town square media station. 804 on a Wednesday morning, currently 24 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix 108 studio. Still some light snow, freezing drizzle, and mixed priests that move it across the Northland, so be careful on the roads and sidewalks this morning. What's trending at the top? Duluth has a uh, new mayor after eight years of Emily Larson. Roger Reinert is now the mayor of Duluth, the yes. 40th mayor of Duluth. So congratulations. Or, yeah, so congratulations yeah. to you. I was just looking at the Bear Grease because that's the 40th running, too. So It is, yeah. Before, <laughs> so I was like, did I mix those up? You got your numbers no, correct. No, but yeah, so he's the 40th mayor of Duluth. I wouldn't have guessed that Duluth had had that many mayors, but I guess it's a pretty old city, so. I had that same thought, actually, yeah. that we have, that, 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 that was a high number. Yeah. Anyways, uh, speaking of the John Bear Grease yes. Bud Dog Marathon, not only is Roger Reiner the 40th mayor of Duluth, but the... 40th running of the John Bear Grease Sled Dog Marathon has been, they're saying postponed till next year, but this year's race has Just been canceled. On, yeah. um, they say that they would like, you know, a minimum of eight inches, ideally 12 to 18 inches of snow, right. but with most of the Northland having less than three inches of snow probably right now. Right. They had to postpone the race. The race was supposed to uh, get underway on the 28th, but. The 40th running will now happen January 26, 2025. Okay, so next year, which is weird to say because we just turned the calendar to to this year. To this, yeah, so. So uh, organizers say due to the safety of the runners and the dogs and for obvious reasons, the lack of snow. Right, yeah. just had to cancel the event and there's no snow in the forecast and they want to take any chances 
in yeah. February or whatever. And there's other sled dog races as well that Correct. they don't want to interfere with. Right, yeah. So, But that's the big thing is when there's no snow, what are you going to do? You're not going to make snow for the whole route. That would be something. That would be a heck of an effort. I know that <laughs> there was a... I think it's a, either, either a national or an international uh, skiing, cross-country skiing event down in the Twin Cities that they were that ski hills were like loaning their their snow guns because they were oh, trying like to the course yeah so good for them it's a heck of an effort Give but it a shot i guess what do you do in a winter where you haven't gotten much snow so all right well that's a trending at the top here this morning coming up a little bit later on this morning apparently there's a a new law to legalize something that i guess i didn't realize was well, a lot of, of police, a lot of police use this as an excuse to pull people oh, over. Okay, All and right. uh, one state has decided to just take this excuse away from uh, police officers. Got it. Okay. So we'll tell you what that is coming up in just a few minutes. All right. Music on the way from Miley Cyrus, Dua Lipa. Now here, mix it away. Good morning. It is the morning brew. Good morning, friends. It is Tony Hartz along with uh, Nick Cooper. A little snow falling in downtown Duluth yeah. right now. Light slope, snow globe. Just yeah, a little, just little flurry. Just a little bit. So have you ever hung anything or do you currently have anything hanging from your rear view mirror, Nick? I do not. That's good. Uh, I, it's I against f- the law, you know. Oh, I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah, in Minnesota, it's against the law. Oh. You can get pulled over for having something hanging from your rear view mirror. Hmm. All right. Well, it's a good thing I don't then. But in Illinois, starting in the new year, lawmakers have decided to... Let the fuzzy dice fly. Oh, classic. They've removed the uh, law, the rearview mirror law, saying that you can't have anything hanging from your rearview mirror. Okay. Unless, it, of, course, of course, if something you know, big obstructing your view, you know, like a stuffed animal or something like that. But um, so air fresheners, sure. fuzzy dice. I don't know if anybody actually has fuzzy dice anymore. Very 50s thing, I imagine. I so funny little side story. I had fuzzy dice for an old radio bit when I was in college. I went and nice. bought fuzzy dice and we used them for games. I know I had anyways, back to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They they have they decided to change this law because it was originally meant to keep motorists safe by sure. making sure their views weren't obstructed, but no distraction. Police were abusing it. By using it as an excuse to pull people over. Ah, uh, okay. And I've been pulled over with this excuse before at, like, bar close. Fuzzy dice? No, it was, uh... Oh, gosh. It was... <laughs> it was, um... Uh, it was a long time ago, so... <laughs> like, the garter belt from prom? Yes, 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 you yes. You know how you get that from, like, the government? Yep. And you hang that in your rearview mirror in, the, in your pickup truck? Yep. That's what I did as a teenager. Sure. Anyways... <laughs> So I got pulled over for that. It was like a bar close. I was coming home from a, a job. Sure. I was completely sober. I mean, sure. I was just driving home. And yeah, that, do you know why I pulled you over, son? No. No. Yeah. Because you have that garter belt hanging in your on your rear view mirror. Oh, jeez. And an evergreen air freshener. Uh-huh. Have you been drinking tonight, son? No, no. I, so... That reminds me, there's been a, once have I been pulled over with the thought that I had been drinking because I left the bar, but I had been picking some people up. Mm. Went in and went in to visit with a couple people. They got in the vehicle with me, got on the highway a little bit later, pulled over. And that was very sad. That was not in this area. That was elsewhere. Um, But yeah, very satisfying. No, 
I'm driving these people home. Oh, well, you guys have a safe night. <laughs> I will. One Illinois lawmaker says, with this new law, we are sending a powerful message that the state does not tolerate racial profiling or other forms of discrimination as uh, law enforcement was often, often using that as an excuse to pull over. Sure. Huh. Interesting. Oh, I wonder if that catches on elsewhere because I, I know that there's a lot of efforts to try to kind of minimize the that like the kind of the the, end, the the excuse pullovers oh yeah there's plenty of them I was uh I've done some drive-alongs with the police before years okay. and years and years ago and I did it at bar close sure yeah and I got broke I, I it was broken down to me several some, several of the uh, of those excuses yep. one of them was using your blink so apparently you're supposed to turn your blinker on 60 feet or 60 yards? No, not 60 yards. That's pretty far. But yeah. 60 feet, I think, before okay. your turn. So if you have a stop coming up, you're supposed to turn your blinker on 60 feet before the turn. Who does that or who knows that? Well, how do you... That's the thing is, how do you know on a roadway, you know, do you just drive a quarter mile and go, okay, that right. was more than 60 feet. You happy? Right. So this one... Uh, the, yeah, so when I was doing this drive along, they would use... They would use... That huh. excuse to just pull people over to... Interesting. Probably shouldn't say that, but... Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> pulled into the chief's office now. Yep. No, listen. Uh, <laughs> but it was at bar clothes, and they were making sure, sure people were sober. Right. Whatever. And yeah, that's... And, yeah. And every one of them, every one of them that, that happened... He, was literally walk up to the car, talk to them. They were sober. Went back to the car. Went right, home. Good business. Night. Yeah, yep. exactly. So it wasn't like done. You know, right? You yeah, know. there wasn't more to the story there. No. Okay. Oh boy, let's end this bit before I get in more trouble. <laughs> Tony's getting a little. My God, the here too much. The chief just got to work. He's coming down the street. He, they're just right up there, Tony. Oh, my phone's vibrating. <laughs> I swear to God. All right, coming up a little bit later on this morning, apparently, according to some researchers at a university, humans can interpret what chickens are saying. Oh, I can do this. So, you, really, you can. Mm -hmm. For years, we'll I've put, been understanding chickens. We'll put this to the tests coming up here in a little while. Here, mix it away. Good morning. Mix 108 Morning Brew on a Wednesday morning, and uh, we're expecting to see maybe some clearing later on today and for tonight anyway, which is good news. If you're looking to take advantage of what some experts are calling the meteor shower of the year. Really? And it's and it's only the third day of the, the year. See, I always thought the Perseids were the big ones, and those okay. are like August, July, August. But What's apparently this one? So this one is called, oh, what was the name of it again? Uh, the, I was reading this story, but I was looking at the dates and times and stuff, because that's what I was more interested in than the name. The quad. The Quadrinids. Ooh, yes. Quadrinid meteor shower. Okay. Uh, anyway, so peak viewing is apparently supposed to be overnight tonight into tomorrow morning. Hi. Settled? I know. I'm excited. Uh, so according to the story we have on our website, there is a six-hour peak window. Um, so they're saying... I got to go to bed early. So what, yeah. time, what time can I get up or see these things? Nick. Okay, so the times they give, and I'm not sure if this is East Coast or not, but according to Live Science, they say uh, pre-dawn... Around 4.53 in the morning all so the way get up early. to Earlier than sun's normal. up. Okay. Yeah. So I'll set my alarm a little earlier. The good tomorrow. news is the sun doesn't come up until, what, 7.45? So yeah. get up and check it out way before you leave for the morning show. 
Uh, so, and the good news is here in the Northland that we are expected to see some clearing later on today. So, if you're looking nice. up going, wow, we're not going to see anything, you might be able to. So, they're saying that, well, that's kind of the peak window. Uh, you'll be able to see a, a bunch of them. They say the peak, you might see 100 plus of them an hour. Jeez. So, they'd be pretty busy. That's why it's the big one of the year, apparently. Right. But uh, even during the non-peak, you'll still be able to see some other parts of the evening and maybe even into, you know, the next couple of days. So, get out and check out the Quadranid meteor shower we will do the details on our website mobile app i expect you up early tomorrow taking pictures way earlier than way normal. earlier yeah, yeah. fun oh, I, I did make a resolution to get out and do more That's photography right. and so stuff right so in, right away it's the meteor shower of the year i want some pictures let's go three bells get up let's and get go. moving oh let's go <laughs> by the way quick little quick reminder if you're looking to see them you'll want to get away from town a little bit so you can see less light city light yeah. city lights yeah all right, coming up, we're going to kick off your Workday 108 Minutes commercial-free. Jelly Roll, Justin Bieber, and Miley Cyrus all ahead here in Mix It Away. Good morning.